Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is 10 Pounds of Potatoes in a Five-Pound Sack. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive. We are open to your word, Father. We choose not to go by what our head tells us, what society tells us, what the God of the world tells us, Father. We choose to listen to you. We thank you that Jesus is the word, and he became flesh and dwelt among us, and he died for us at Calvary and he rose again on the third day. We come hungry today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, 10 pounds of potatoes in a five-pound sack. My friends, I heard an old saying in the country when I was growing up and working a lot on my grandpa's farm, and that saying was that you are trying to put 10 pounds of potatoes in a five-pound sack. Although it can refer to a lot of things, how about food, for example? Anyone overeat during the Christmas holidays? Yeah, moving right along. But today, I want to talk about time. As too often, we try to cram 48 hours of stuff into a 24-hour day, and then we can feel exhausted and frustrated and a lot of other things, too. You know, God gave all of us the same 24 hours in a day. And we all get to choose how we'll individually spend those 24 hours as an adult. Now, for you married men out there, we better take a little bit of that time for our wife's honeydew projects, as we should keep our wives happy. But we all have to prioritize our time. When I gave my heart to the Lord in 1994, my time was filled up with lots of things. For one thing, sports. I grew up playing any sport I could, and I loved watching sports too. So I spent way too much time playing and watching sports. Way more time than I spent with God. Not even a close competition. Then there was work. I was a workaholic and driven to succeed in the company. Now I battle that some today, as this one is a little more difficult to balance As Colossians chapter 3 says, we do our work as unto the Lord. Let's read that in the Amplified Bible. Verse 23, whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from your soul, that is put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. Verse 24, knowing with all certainty that it is from the Lord, not from men, that you will receive the inheritance which is your greatest reward. It is the Lord Christ whom you actually serve. Folks, we want to do our very best at work. As we are working for the company, yes, but more importantly, we are working and serving the Lord, and we have to balance work out with the rest of our life and priorities. How about addictions? So many people are addicted to working out. They'll spend an hour a day working out, making their body that will eventually turn to dust, look perfect. But many of these same folks won't take 10 minutes a day to spend time in their Bible or prayer or church. Now, don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with working out. But is it more important than God? The newest time sponge seems to be social media. People spend hours a day on Facebook and other platforms, partly to keep up with what everyone did today. Really, much of it is a form of gossip, where we have to know what everyone else is doing. But shouldn't our focus be on what God is doing, 
Speaking of time online, many people want to know what the Internet thinks about a given topic instead of what God thinks about it. That is one reason that our world has been so perverted as the devil has too much influence on the Internet and social media, and it doesn't just affect the non-Christians, it affects so many Christians too. Let's talk about using our time properly today and start in Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 17 in the Amplified Bible. 15, therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people. Folks, God wants us to live a life of honor and purpose, and that does not include tolerating evil, as many have been deceived to believe. 16. Making the most of your time on earth, recognize and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. My friends, isn't this a great verse? We are called to make the very most of our time on earth, using godly wisdom and diligence. Now verse 17, Therefore do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Folks, we have to seek God's will for our time commitments. Now let's go to Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 17 in the Expanded Bible. 15, so be very careful how you live or walk. Do not live or walk like those who are not wise or foolish, but live wisely like those who are wise. 16, take advantage of every opportunity or make the most of your time redeeming the time or season, because these are evil times, the days are evil. 17. So do not be foolish or ignorant, but learn what the Lord wants you to do, or understand the Lord's will. My friends, God calls us to make the most of our time, especially in these evil days, where many people are lovers of self, the me, me, me generation. Colossians 3, 2 in the Amplified Bible. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which only have temporal value. Folks, it is easy to get caught up in the natural things, isn't it? But we are called to keep habitually focused on heavenly things. Now Colossians 3, verses 1 through 3 in the Living Bible. 1. Since you became alive again, so to speak, when Christ arose from the dead, now set your sights on the rich treasures and joys of heaven where he sits besides God in the place of honor and power. Two, let heaven fill your thoughts. Don't spend your time worrying about things down here. Three, you should have as little desire for this world as a dead person does. Your real life is in heaven with Christ and God. My friends, wow, how is that for blunt? We should have as little desire for this world as a dead person does. Now closing today, Matthew 6, verses 28 through 33 in the Amplified Bible. 28, and why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow? They do not labor, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. 29, 
Yet I say to you that not even Solomon, in all his glory and splendor, dressed himself like one of these. 30. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? 31. Therefore do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, What are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? Folks, one thing we are not to spend our time doing is worrying. When we are tempted to do that, we need to choose to cast our cares on the Lord and leave them with Him. 32. For the pagan, Gentiles, eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. 33. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. My friends, when we prioritize our life and time, we need to first and most importantly seek after the Father and His way of doing things, and we'll continue to develop His attitude and character. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you gave us the instruction manual for life, your Bible, Father, your living word. And more importantly, it shows us how we get to heaven, Father. We're so thankful that Jesus paid the price and all we have to do is be saved to go to heaven, Father, to confess Jesus with our mouth and with our heart and continue on to live for him. Thank you, Father. We love you, and we choose to use our time wisely. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.